0: Okay, so people still turning up. Uh, You won't have access to
1: the slides, but I'll give you access to the uh, video. I'll give you a link to my YouTube channel where you can find uh, this and previous
0: previous workshops there. Do you need headphones? You don't need headphones, but
1: if you want to use headphones, please feel free. So welcome to tonight's workshop. Tonight's workshop is overcoming depression and anxiety and the agenda for tonight. We're going to talk about what depression is. We're going to talk a little bit about depression and the possible causes of depression. Um, Hello, Trevor. Then we're going to talk about anxiety, what anxiety is, what causes anxiety. Then we're going to look at techniques to cope with and overcome anxiety and depression. We're going to have a little hypnosis session. To end, Um, and then after that, you can ask me any questions, give me any comments, talk about uh, what's next. So, what is depression? So, we all experience depressed feelings from time to time. If you never felt depressed, there'd be something wrong with you. Depression. Uh, or depressed feelings are a signal that you need to make some adjustments in your life. If you were living in a concentration camp or a bad situation, if you had a job which you hated, um, you know you would feel depressed and that those depressed feelings are letting you know that you need to make some adjustments. You need to get out of that situation. Depression, as in the clinical term, is a low mood that lasts for a long, term, long time and affects your everyday life. In its mildest form, depression can mean just being in low spirits. It doesn't stop you leading a normal life but it makes everything harder to do and seem less worthwhile. It's most severe depression can be life-threatening because it can make you feel suicidal. And that information comes from mind.org. So the symptoms of depression, how depression can make you feel. You can have a loss of confidence. And you may lose self-esteem. You're going to have a lack of meaning. Things that normally give you pleasure are no longer going to be meaningful. You're no longer going to enjoy them. You may experience derealization, feeling detached from your surroundings, feeling like you're observing yourself. like things aren't real. You may get brain fog, difficulty thinking clearly, difficulty making decisions. You may have a lack of energy, always feeling drained, having a loss of libido. You may suffer constant aches and pains. You may start smoking more or drinking more. Eating and food uh, is a very common, the most common substance that people turn to, to try and suppress their emotions, to try and suppress negative feelings. So many people emotionally eat.
0: You may lose your appetite and
1: find that you're eating less. They experience psychosis, auditory and visual hallucinations. Auditory hallucinations are the most common hearing voices in uh, in your head. Um, The theory for this is if you are experiencing a lack of sleep or if you're not sleeping well, your mind (laughs) uses dreams to process information. And they say that if you don't dream, you'll go mad. So your mind is going to look for opportunities to process information when you're awake, or maybe you're being overloaded with information. Um, And this can result in psychosis. Insomnia, as I said, you may also when you sleep, you may experience a lot of REM sleep, a lot of dream sleep. And this is going to cause you to wake up feeling more drained, feeling like you have less energy than you did when you actually went to bed. Depression is generally comorbid with other conditions. When something's comorbid in the Medical field, they say it occurs with other conditions. So, people with borderline personality disorder, complex PTSD, bipolar disorder, they often suffer from depression as well. Suicidal. So, if you're feeling suicidal, you should speak to your doctor. You're taking antidepressants or any medication, you should speak to your doctor and consult with your doctor before you stop taking it. Many um, medications can have very severe withdrawal symptoms. So you need to make sure that you can be weaned off those symptoms, those. Medications, if necessary. What causes depression? So, depression can be caused by life events, by giving birth, suffering a divorce or an bereavement. It can be caused by traumatic events in childhood. As I said, depression is often comorbid with complex PTSD can also be caused by living in an abusive situation as an adult. Health problems, uh, chronic or life-threatening illness. Um, Illness can also affect hormones and reduced hormone levels, particularly in men, low testosterone levels can result in feelings of depression. Diet. So diet can influence your blood sugar, it can influence your hormones, again, and it can influence your brain chemicals. Feeling unfulfilled, having a meaningless job, no job, isolation, loneliness. As I said at the start, if you are living you know, in a concentration camp or some kind of negative situation, and you're feeling depressed, it's it's normal to be feeling that way, It's telling you, you need to make some adjustments in your life. Genetics, no depression genes have been identified. Um, But as babies, we look to our parents to co regulate our emotions. Uh, If a parent is care, you know, trying to soothe a baby uh, that's crying or upset and the parent starts getting upset with that baby, the baby is generally going to get worse uh, because they're looking to their parents to help them co-regulate those emotions. Um, <clears throat> also, of course, in the womb, the baby picks up on the mother's feelings. So if the mother's anxious or depressed, the baby is going to become anxious and depressed. Until the age of seven is known as the imprint period. It's in this age range when we're learning the most complex and difficult tasks. It's when we're looking to our parents and caregivers to help us understand the world. If our parents and caregivers are depressed or anxious, We're going to learn the world's not a safe place, the world's not a good place. We're going to become depressed and anxious. So around 25% of the UK population suffers with anxiety, depression or both. Mixed anxiety and depression is the most common mental health disorder with 9% of people meeting the criteria for diagnosis. And those figures come from the Mental Health Foundation and they were released in 2019. So those figures are most likely going to have changed Most likely going to be a lot higher uh, now. So I said, depression is often comorbid with anxiety. And anxiety is a natural response to danger, just like depressed feelings. If you never got anxious feelings, there be something wrong with you. Anxiety is part of the fight or flight response. And this, many of the symptoms are designed to help us either fight or run away. So one of the symptoms of anxiety is often sweating. And sweating obviously helps us to cool down, to prepare for any physical exertion that our mind perceives may be coming. Your heart rate increases. This gets the blood flowing around your body, gets the blood and nutrients, oxygen and things delivered to your muscles, again, so that you can either fight or run away. If you're in a life or death situation, The last thing you're going to be worried about is viruses and illnesses. You're going to be worried about getting away from the tiger or lion or whatever's chasing you. So your body's going to transfer or divert that energy from your immune system to the immediate threat. So, people who suffer with anxiety often have a reduced immune response. They're more likely to get colds and viruses. As I said, everyone experiences anxiety. It's not something you can eradicate from your life. There'd be something very wrong with you if you never felt anxious. People with anxiety often tend to isolate themselves. This leads to a reduced social circle, a reduced support network. If you've got a reduced support network, you are generally going to develop depressed feelings. So my theory, uh, why anxiety and depression are often comorbid is because <clears throat> people um, tend to become anxious and this leads to them not fulfilling you know, their life, not living their life to its full potential, not having um, the social network that they'd have if they didn't suffer with anxiety, which leads to them being isolated and feelings of depression. Um, People with depression and anxiety often tend to ruminate, often tend to focus on the past, to play um, memories, you know, back in their mind over and over again. And Lao Tzu allegedly said that depression is living in the past, anxiety, is living in the future, and peace is living in the present.
0: So, the reticular activating system. So, in NLP, they have a
1: theory that humans can only be aware of seven plus or minus two things at any one time. So you can only be aware of a maximum of nine things and a minimum of five things. And if everything your senses was picking up and was made available to your brain, it would be overloaded because allegedly there's about 14,000 different bits of information going on around you at any one time. So in our brains, we have this thing called a reticular activating system. It's a walnut shaped network of neurons that's located in your brain stem. And the purpose of the reticular activating system is to help you sort information so you can make decisions quickly. It does this by filtering out anything that isn't relevant to you. And your past experiences programmed your reticular activating system on what to filter. Um, So if you, as I said previously, if you grow up in an environment where there's maybe a lot of dysfunction, maybe one of your parents is very depressed, your reticular activating system is being programmed to look for danger, look for um, evidence that the world's a depressing place, um, and traumatic events can program the reticular activating system very quickly. So a particularly traumatic event, dangerous event, if it occurs, you need to remember it. For example, if you're walking through the jungle and you hear a rustle in the bushes, you go and have a look and it's a lion, you somehow manage to escape. You want to remember that, you know, next time you're walking through the jungle, you hear a rustle in the bushes, you don't want to go and have a look. So <clears throat> trauma is very you know, these memories get um, burned in to the brain very quickly. And they are processed by the amygdala, which is the emotional part of the brain. It can react to situations much quicker than the thinking part of the brain can. So people who are in fight or flight generally tend to develop tunnel vision. Um, And if you're looking for threats, everything you see is going to look like a threat. But as I said, the reticular activating system can also be programmed by repetitive stimuli over longer periods
0: of time. So, that's the reticular activating system. So, cognitive behavioral therapy. So, cognitive behavioral therapy. Yep, yeah, high alert. Hypervigilant.
1: Again, when we um, spend a lot of time in a traumatic or dangerous environment, we can become hypervigilant. So, Systems theory and cognitive behavioral therapy works on the basis of systems theory, which says that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our behaviors and our behaviors create our physical reactions. And it says that by changing one part of the system, we can start to change All parts of the system. So if you change your behaviors, for example, someone who maybe doesn't feel confident, someone who has a lot of anxiety is going to take on a, you know, protective pose, they're going to cover their vital organs, they are going to... um, have a very unconfident posture, whereas it's been proven that if you keep your shoulders back, if you have a more open pose, a more high status pose, um, this actually increases um, confidence boosting hormones in the body, which will then obviously start to make you feel more confident and you'll start to have more confident thoughts. Uh, more confident reactions. Um, So, yeah, by changing one part of the system, we can change all parts of the system. So if you're suffering from depression, um, maybe you have no energy, you know, doing anything is a struggle. Um, You know, just look for small things to do. Maybe... Pick up a sock or or whatever you can do to try and um, move yourself out of that mindset. And then you'll start to see that those feelings uh, and thoughts will start to improve. Does anyone have any questions with regards to anything I've
0: covered so far? Let me know in the chat box. So we come to neuroplasticity and hypnosis.
1: So hypnosis is very effective um, at overcoming anxiety and depression. A study in two thousand and nineteen showed that eighty-four percent of eighty-four um, percent of the control group. Uh, experienced an improvement uh, through hypnosis. Um, and you can find a link to that study on my website if you're interested. So, <clears throat> one reason that hypnosis is very effective for anxiety and depression is because it brings us more into the present moment. To, uh, as I said previously, anxiety is living in the past. Sorry. Depression is living in the past. Anxiety is living in the future. Peace is living in the present. Another reason it's very effective is because you can't be someone you don't perceive yourself to be. And the emotional part of your brain can't tell the difference between a real or an imagined event. So, you know, if you suffer with anxiety, you probably know that just by imagining all the things that can go wrong, you start to feel anxious. Um, But using hypnosis, we can visualize ourselves the way we want to be, and this actually builds new neural pathways in the brain. The more we visualize ourselves that way, the stronger those neural pathways become.
0: So you want to uh, book a call with me, offer everyone
1: who comes on these workshops a free call, a one-hour call to discuss anything you want to discuss. Um, if you want to do that, you can go to my website, which is anxietyhypnotherapist.org forward slash free forward slash session. And you can see uh, a link to that I just posted in the chat box right now. So who wants to try some hypnosis? Let me know if you want to try some hypnosis. Whilst you're doing that, I'm going to get some more water.
0: Excellent. Uh,
1: No, but if you go to my YouTube channel, uh,
0: which is Right there, you can uh, find the
1: video. I'm going to upload this workshop to my YouTube channel. You can also find previous uh, recordings of this workshop on my YouTube channel, as well as other workshops. Okay, so. What we're gonna do first, we're gonna do some exercises to show you the power of your imagination. What I'd like you to do is take both your hands, hold them out in front of you like so. Turn your left hand with your palm facing up. Keep your right hand with your palm facing down. Take a big breath in. And when you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your stomach. And then as you breathe out, just allow your eyes to close. And with your eyes closed, allow you to just imagine that in your left hand, we've placed some heavy books. And those heavy books are weighing down on that left hand. That left hand is sinking lower and lower. To your right hand. We've tied some helium balloons. And those helium balloons are rising up, taking that right hand with them. So your left hand is drifting lower as your right hand rises up. Just imagining that now. Left hand going lower, the right hand rising. And then leaving those hands where they are open your eyes and just notice any difference between those if you notice the difference between those hands let me know in the chat
0: box fantastic anyone else?
1: Come up with some new exercises. for people that come on my workshops, because some of you have attended before, and you might be getting bored of the old ones. So a new one, rub your hands together, like so build up some energy in those hands. And then hold them out in front of you about six inches apart, about the width of your face. And then once again, taking a deep breath in, breathing out, allowing your eyes to close. With your eyes closed, I'd like you to just imagine that we've placed a magnet on the palm of each of your hands. And those magnets, are drawing those hands together. Just imagine that happening now. Those hands are coming closer and closer. That's right. Just imagining that happening now, those hands being drawn together. Now, when you're ready, you can open your eyes and let me know in the chat box if those hands moved closer together.
0: Maybe they even touched. Excellent. People are still turning up. Excellent. Super. Two fingers touching. Fabulous. Okay. So, one more exercise.
1: As I said previously, when you breathe in, you want to breathe all the way down into your stomach. Breathing into your stomach triggers the relaxation response. They say that we automatically breathe into our stomach as children, for some reason, When we start school, we forget to do this and we start breathing into the chest. If you've ever watched someone sleeping, you notice that they breathe into their stomach. Breathing into the stomach, as I said, it's very relaxing, triggers the relaxation response. So taking a deep breath in, breathing all the way down into your stomach and as you breathe out, allowing your eyes to close. With your eyes closed, I'd like you to just imagine that you're walking into your kitchen and there on the side is a nice, juicy bowl of citrus fruit. Could be oranges or lemons. Some people like grapefruit. Others like limes. I like to just imagine picking up one of those fruits and safely and securely placing it on a cutting board. And then safely and securely taking a knife, cutting into that fruit. We're going to cut a nice bite-sized wedge from that fruit. So just cutting into it. And as you're cutting into it, those juices are squirting out. And those citrusy smells are filling the air. They're running down onto that cutting board. And then once again, cutting into it again. Those juices running down onto the cutting board. Creating a nice bite-sized bite. And then lifting up that wedge of fruit, lifting it up towards your face, and maybe having a smell, and placing it into your mouth, biting down. All those juices are exploding in your mouth. Those citrusy flavors, the juices are running out, and they're running down your face. Dripping off your chin. Just imagine that happening. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes. If that made your mouth
0: water, let me know in the chat box. Excellent. super. Okay. Not yours. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Now we're going to do
1: a little hypnosis session. So what I'd like you to do is to make yourselves comfortable. Maybe shrug your shoulders up and release any tension that may be there.
0: Take a deep breath in. Breathe out. and Just notice yourself starting to relax. And then, when you're ready, I'd like you to
1: take one more deep breath in. Breathing all the way down into your stomach right again and then when you're ready just allowing your eyes to close and with your eyes closed you can allow yourself to relax even just listening to the sound of my voice any other sound you hear can allow you to become even more relaxed even more comfortable. And you're unconscious. Mind is always there, listening, looking to keep you safe. You're fast asleep and an alarm sounds. Yeah? Unconscious. Mind automatically knows to wake you up. So just having faith in that part of you. Any thoughts come into your mind, you can just notice them. Allow your attention to return to the sound of my voice. I don't know if you're going to experience more relaxation with my words. The spaces
0: between my words, the spaces between your thoughts. just yes.
1: continuing
0: to breathe deeply through breathtaking deeper and deeper more and more relaxed and more and more comfortable, maybe noticing relaxation forming
1: in the top of your head, those tiny
0: muscles in your forehead are just flattening Releasing any tension, going down into your eyes and eyelids, down into your cheeks and your chin. Nice. Going all the way down. All the time you continue breathing. Deep, maybe seeing if you can notice yourself, relaxing
1: more with in-breath or
0: out-breath. Maybe you can imagine yourself breathing in relaxation. Breathing out any discomfort, any stresses or strain. The relaxation flowing down your arms, into your hands, down your body, into your legs, all the way down into your feet. Nice. more and more at ease. Relax, drifting deeper and deeper. Maybe you can
1: remember times in the past,
0: times when you've felt completely, totally relaxed. Completely, totally at Drifting down and down. Yes. More and more relaxed. More and more comfortable. I wonder if you can Imagine yourself relaxing on a beach somewhere or maybe a meadow lying long grass on a sunny day. Off in the distance, there's the sound of traffic. Maybe the smell of sun lotion in the uh, so Maybe on a beach, the sound of waves splashing against the ship. Feeling the warm sun on your skin. Nice. Uh, so relaxing. Letting. Feeling completely, totally at ease. And up in the sky, clouds drifting from one side to the other. Fluffy white clouds. As each cloud disappears, you relax. Deeper and deeper. More and more. In a moment, I'd
1: like you to start counting backwards in your mind, counting backwards from 300. And after each number, just telling yourself to relax, relax. Relax. Maybe you can imagine a tiny voice in the back of your head telling you to just relax, relax, relax with each number you count until you relax those numbers right out of your mind. Just doing that. Now, and I will count with you. 300.
0: Relax. 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 299. Relax. 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 And at
1: some point, you're going to notice that you can't notice what the next number should be. When you reach that point, you can.
0: Completely, totally, let go, There's all the time, relaxing in that place and those fluffy white clouds disappearing, drifting off over the horizon. Every breath is taking deeper and deeper down. More and more comfortable. More and more routine. One of those
1: clouds is different from the others. Maybe you can feel the connection. With this cloud. Maybe you can imagine lines or threads connecting you to this cloud as it drifts
0: towards you, stopping overhead. This cloud is starting to become darker, bigger. You can feel a release, letting go. Nice.
1: Now this cloud is drawing up anything you want to let go of, being absorbed by this cloud. And it's getting darker and darker. It's growing larger and larger. It takes up more and more of that stuff. And from your unconscious mind, you can get a signal, maybe a feeling of lightness, increasing comfort, something that lets you know you're releasing more and more of
0: that old stuff into that cloud. Yes. And that cloud can start to move away. Maybe you can
1: imagine those lines or threads stretching, beginning to break that cloud starts to drift
0: off away. Drifting off, maybe, off out to sea. And in that cloud, you can see flashes
1: of lightning. You can hear rumbles of thunder as it drifts off into the distance. Rumbles and becoming lighter, quieter as it starts to fade away, taking that old stuff
0: with it, drifting off and off, drifting away. Once that
1: cloud gets all the way out over the ocean, it can. Release that stuff. The tides can come and go. They can dilute those things.
0: Wear them down. Take them away. Never to be seen again. Yes. Maybe you can start to imagine your
1: life with more positivity, more
0: happiness, feeling more confident, calm, more in control. Yes. maybe seeing yourself in future situations, noticing her things can begin to change, how you can begin to change. Nice. In a moment, I'm going to count from one to
1: five. When I reach the number five, you can come all the way back to the here and now, noticing how good you feel. So begin counting now. One, allowing the feeling to return to your feet. Maybe you'd like to wiggle those toes. Two, as that energy flows up your legs. Three, flowing up your body, down your arms, into your hands. Four, and on the next number, you can open your eyes, coming all the way back to the here and now, noticing how good you feel. Five, eyes open wide awake. And if you like that, let me know in the chat box.
0: Let me know when you're back. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Catherine. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Excellent. My
1: internet connection actually cut out halfway through that. (laughs)
0: That's a excellent i was able to reconnect
1: and many of you didn't notice fabulous okay so once again uh, there are those links so uh, the first link is to book a free session with me as i said if you want to book a session with me discuss how hypnosis can help you discuss any issues you may have in your life, uh, you can do that via the first link. The second link is for my four-week inner child program. So just today, I've scheduled a new inner child program, which starts on the uh, 14th of May. Um, So you can find out more about that there. The third link is for my Facebook group, The fourth link is for my YouTube channel where you can find previous recordings of this workshop. I may upload tonight's recording. It depends on how the video comes out. Um, And the final link is for the Inner Child Programme on Eventbrite. Um, And if you want to sign up via Eventbrite, Using the coupon code there, which is early bird, you can get that um, for 50% off. So going back to the presentation, does anyone have any questions for me?
0: Anything you'd like to ask? Okay, so mindfulness. So Mindfulness
1: is something um, that can be very helpful to reduce anxiety, reduce stress, reduce depression. And as I said previously, depression is living in the past, anxiety is living in the future. Peace is living in the present. So, regularly having a mindfulness practice, it could be walking in nature, could be regularly listening to hypnosis, meditation, Qigong, um, can help to improve focus. You know, in the modern world, we're constantly distracted on our phones, on social media, um, and you know, we're, we're constantly being bombarded with information. If you don't use it, you lose it. So by taking time to practice focus, it improves our ability to focus, improves our ability to concentrate. It can help with emotional regulation, considered reactions. Um, people who practice mindfulness have more empathy and understanding for others, can increase, um, has many health benefits, can reduce heart disease, lower pain and blood pressure. Uh, So thank you for joining me on tonight's workshop. Uh, Does anyone have any questions? Anything you'd like to know? Please let me know. Thank you, Laura please
0: let me know in the chat box. Once again, there are those links. Any questions or comments, anything you'd like
1: to know. Is mindfulness the same as hypnosis? Dates in May for Inner Child, yes. As I said, the Inner Child program starts on the 14th of May, which is a Saturday, 7 p.m. UK time, which is, I believe, around 1 pm EST 1 pm Eastern Standard Time. So um, you can find details of that on my website. And on the uh, Eventbrite group. Is mindfulness the same as hypnosis? No. Um, Mindfulness is just doing things mindfully, becoming aware. Uh, It's not about trying to stop thoughts. It's about becoming aware of thoughts, seeing them as separate from ourselves, becoming aware of feelings and seeing them as separate from ourselves, so being mindful of what's happening. It's not the same as hypnosis. With hypnosis, generally we use visualization or, you know, we do it with a purpose. Mindfulness doesn't have a purpose, it's just
0: about observation. Any other questions?
1: Yeah, I scheduled a free workshops um, you know, every month, usually a few weeks in advance. So I haven't scheduled any free workshops for May yet, no. But you can see dates in April if you look at the Meetup and Eventbrite groups. Any other questions,
0: anything else anyone would like to know? Okay, well, thank you,
1: everyone. Thank you for joining me tonight. Once again, those links are in the chat box, so uh, book a free session. check out the Inner Child program, join my Facebook group, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I may upload this video, I don't know yet, Um, because as I said, the um, internet connection cut out halfway through the uh, meditation, the hypnosis part of the recording, so I don't know how that will
0: come out thank you carol thank you everyone thank you all thank you for joining me thank you and i hope to see you all again on future workshops Thank you, everyone, and good night.